Hey guys, uh, welcome to episode 30 of the G-Zone Podcast and I'm your host Patrick Shirky. It's been an interesting two weeks in the GA since we last spoke, um, same in the LGV and Komogi, to say the least. Um, let's just say big players come up with big moments. As always, I'm going to start with the GA Zone, GA Discussion Group, which you can join on Facebook. If you want to discuss anything related to the GA, LGV, or Camogie, at the moment, I only have 672 members in the group, and I need all the help that I am going to get on the road to 700 members. You know, um, this might sound desperate, but please can some of you make a better noise. Now, in regards to the first weeks, two weeks of championship, I allowed people to cast their votes on whether they um, found, you know, hurling slash Camogie. Or football to be the better of our national sports. 83% of members vote for hurling and camogie, while over 70% of people vote for football. It's a fair assessment. I am going to go to the G Zone Twitter page. You can follow the username zone underscore G. At the moment, we only have 650 followers, and we need all the help you can get on the road to 650 followers, which would be monumental. You know yourself um, how good Twitter is. Now, there is an account of the username. E-E-E-S-T-E-M-E-T, who tagged me in a poach, which was a scam, and please ignore this user's tweets. I also want to give a special warning to an other er, Twitter account with the username JGoLive1, which is tagging me in scam posts. However, on a more important note, I ran a poll on the G-Zone Twitter page talking about whether people preferred hurling and camogie or the football in the first two weeks of championship. 55.6% of people preferred hurling and camogie, while another 44% of people saying they preferred the football. However, I want to give another um, warning to an other account with the username Hanny Quinn, which tagged me in a post ahead of the Donegal v Derry game in the Ulster Senior Football Championship. Where they basically posted a scam link to the game. Look, unfortunately, I couldn't have had a podcast um, last week. Just some unforeseen um, circumstances to highlight the Aussiest scam links on the Twitter accounts I was tagged in. But just beware. I am going to go back to July 2nd and give a special shout out to the Armagh Ladies Gaelic Football Association. who decided to retweet um, on the G- uh, tweet by the GA's own account. Which asked a question about uh, them potentially winning the Ulster title um, for the second year in a row. After they beat their neighbours at Tyrone um, in the Ulster Championship semi-final. Now I'm going to head over to the G-Zone Facebook um, page. And at the minute only 1,056 people like it. All the way back on May 21st. Um, a post was made saying Limerick manager John Kiley has retracted his comments. With Galway being guilty as simulation in last week's Alliance Hurling League clash between the teams. And apologies to the Galway team. Now, on this episode, I am delayed to be joined by 2017 Liam McCarthy winner, Paul Flaherty. It's it. Right, lads. Um, so, we- welcome today. And uh, with me now, I have 2017 All-Ireland winner and founder of the What's the Score app, uh, Paul Flaherty, on with me. And we're going to preview 
the two big finals, which is happening next weekend. Um, it's going to be both Galway and Mayo, Paul's native county, um, contesting the Connacht final before then. Uh, the monster final where Cork are going to have an upset and then we'll touch it a little bit about the Appy established um, just just over two years ago I believe um, or a year so yeah um, we'll get to that there so look um, living in Galway yourself you know um, ever since the pandemic came you've only won two competitive games both of them being against Ross Common so maybe it's just get look look good against them but um what's the mood like in Galway now ahead of the final yeah um first of all thanks Patrick for uh, having me on your podcast uh thanks very much um yeah the mood in Galway is um it's a bit strange um I know that uh Galway they like they have big hopes you know um it kind of comes back to uh, before the pandemic the Galway were going very well in the league in 2019 I think they were up to first or second and everyone was kind of tipping Park Joyce they were kind of saying he's doing a great job with these lads and then the pandemic came and they haven't been really able to hit back that form um, so the, there's a lot of hope let's say in the Galway football camp and the support is around um, but uh, like the the Mayo test that's coming up the, um, in a week in a week or so or at the weekend, um, it, it's going to be a, a tough ask. But uh, kind of on the two Roscommon games, uh, it's between Go and Roscommon. It's been up and down. They've won. I think Roscommon have won like the 2017 Connacht final and maybe the 2019 one as well. Like so, Galway. They, we don't always beat Roscommon that's not always the way so uh, it's been tit for tat there the last few years yeah um, so yeah and within the Galway panel as well you ha- now have um, the likes of Comer back from injury you know it's been a while since he's been in championship like a two year absence and then you also have you know you have a few good young lads like such as Tom O'Callaghan and whatnot and over the next few years we'll see a lot more of the under 20s Come through, like so. Which man do you think is going to be key against Mayo? Yeah, uh, I think always it's 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 Shane Walsh is a is a massive um is a massive player for Galway. He's kind of I think someone on the Sunday game kind of described him as kind of a Messi or Ronaldo of uh, the GA world, where you you just need him to, if he turns it on, he can totally change any game that he's playing. Whether that's club with uh, Kilcurran Clumburn, I've actually played against him a good few times, and like. Uh, it's it's very hard to get get near him because his stride and his awareness takes uh, once he's kind of stepped you. It's very hard to get them yards back. So um, it's the same with Galway. There he he is a pivotal player, and if he turns up in the Connacht final, Galway definitely will be um, there thereabouts. But uh, yeah, Damien Comer. It's very hard to. Unfortunately, he's, he's a lot of injuries. He's a great player, um, especially for his club and down as well. But um, he's a great player there for Galway. Big unit inside and full forward. He's very um, effective at what he does. So being two years out of championship, it's very hard to come back and have the same impact as he might have done a few years previous. So um, it's great to see him in the Galway jersey. Great to have him back. Um, but uh, hopefully he can he can uh, bring the goods. But uh, a few key key players that would need to turn up is uh, I think Johnny Heaney. Um, he's always 
great player there at the wing back. Um, the, the wing back line just up and down the field, and he's a great leader over the, the last few years. Uh, Sean Kelly, he did a great job um, cornerback kind of the last day, but he was very influential going forward as well. Um, so I think he's a good player there for um, from Mike Cullen as well. I think he he's key, and obviously Paul Conroy, he'd be centre forward midfield. Um, he's you know he's been he's played over a hundred games there for Galway. He's another pivotal player. So all them kind of key players will have to turn up on the day if they're going to cause an upset against Mayo. Yeah, yeah. Um, so like we mentioned there, you know, after the pandemic, you know, everything just went on there, and as there maybe. Are the Galway football fans now putting a lot of pressure on Patrick Joyce now to deliver after so much um, was promised and never really happened? Obviously, there is a pandemic in the middle of it, but yeah. Yeah, I think um, Patrick Joyce got off to a wonderful start uh, in the league, as I mentioned there in 2019, and everyone was kind of like everyone kind of the football fans of Galway knows there's a lot of potential in Galway. It's just, it's trying to get the best kind of 15 um, on the pitch. Cause like, you've got a lot of like Currafin, you know, have won the last three all Ireland club championships. Uh, but a lot of them actually don't feature in the Galway team. So it's kind of, it's trying to get the mix of the Galway footballers in the right positions and playing the right style um, to be up there with the Dublin's Donegal's, Tyrone's, Kerry's, you know, Mayo's even at this point. So I actually, I think the Goy football fans believe there is a team to compete in the top five or six, but it's just about getting which players in, in the right positions. So I think when Park Joyce took over in 2019, he gelled a lot of that together well um, pre-pandemic. And then obviously there was a lot of months off and he's kind of tried, he's found it hard to get that same um togetherness and play play out, out of this team but um i think the the feeling with the guy football fans is there's something there and uh hopefully maybe on sunday they can uh, or uh, next weekend against mayo they, they might go one better but uh, it's going to be it's going to be a big test it's going to be a big test yeah yeah um so do you think mayo maybe have improved um since last year that they got division two under their belts um which actually, some had only gone 2019. I actually think it done really good for the county. But um, obviously, they got to an all-earned final last year. Like, so, you know, it's it's very hard to improve on being really good. Like, but yeah, do you think they've improved? Um, I think it's 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 very hard to to say. Um, I think at this moment in time, um, Mayo, like you know, as we found out now in the championship, like we'll take go, we'll take um the hurling side of things, like we. Galway had an, an unbelievable hurling league and then they go out and played against Dublin and they lost like, you know, so then everyone's kind of question what did team, how do teams take the leagues? So Mayo obviously had a, a decent league, but then once they played Leitrim last weekend in the championship, they blitzed them apart. But how good were Leitrim? What standard are they at? Um, you know, like how competitive was that match really? Um, so to say have Mayo improved, I think this Galway game is going to be a big test to see where they are. Um, if I had to make a prediction, I, I do think they they brought in a lot uh, more players like um, you know Tommy Conroy there. He's he's playing unbelievable there in corner forward. They've got you know O'McLaughlin was unreal last year, and he'll come into the fray again. You've Oshie Mullen. Um, you know, there's lots of young guys there that. Are, are coming through for Mayo as as and they're kind of balancing it with the Aidan O'Shea's, Paddy Durkin, um, well maybe not 
Killian O'Connor, but uh, unfortunately he's injured and he's a big loss for Mayo. Um, and I, I know Pat's plan is, is writing Mayo off because of Killian's plan, but I don't think he can write off uh, a, a team, any team, with just one player gone. And I wouldn't write off Mayo just because Killian O'Connor is gone. But um, yeah, it's. I think Mayo. If I had to make a prediction, I think they've improved a small bit with their younger players coming through. But it's very hard to tell as they've kind of only played Leitrim in the in the championship, and it's hard to benchmark off that game. Yeah, you know, um, obviously, you know, it's probably best for Romans. But yeah, look, um, so yeah, you know. Can Mayo finally, you know, go and do it on their 70-year anniversary? Can they finally, you know, walk up that steps in Crow Park and, you know, victorious and in, a, in an All-Ireland final, not a league final? Like, <laughs> Well, I think Galway will want to stop them and Donegal will want to stop them, I think, won't they? <laughs> um, but can Mayo do it? <sighs> They're very close. They've they've got a lot of things going for them this year now. Um, you know, they've got a lot of young lads that maybe like as I said, like the the the, the Oshi Mullins, the McLaughlins and Conroy's and these people, they don't really have the same, let's say, maybe uh, experience of losing maybe five, four or five all Irelands, maybe like Aidan O'Shea, um, Lee Keegan, Cullen Boyle. Um, you know, uh, Rob Henley, David Clark, the goalies there, like they don't have that same, um, you know, pressure because, oh, we've lost four or five, we have to win this one. The, there's a lot of younger guys coming through and they don't really, they, they look like they don't care about any, you know, 70 year anniversary or, you know, it's just another game and they're, they're young and they're really creative and, uh, in, their, in their play and everything. So I think Mayo have that with them. Um, can they do it? You couldn't rule them out. I don't know why Pat's plan is ruling them out. I think, um, I think the the and like if Mayo had to play Dublin in the semi final, you never know because Dublin are not really firing at all cylinders yet. Um, hopefully, they won't. I would like to see someone else win it, whether it's Galway, Mayo, Donegal, Tyrone, Kerry, whoever. Um, so I think Mayo. They do have anything can happen as long once they get to the semi final stage. If they get over the Galway match, they're in a semi final, and uh, you know, anything can happen then. So it, it's, I think it's, it's hard to know, but um, they, they, they'll be close, they will be close, they'll be close. Um, yeah, no, um, it's divided uh, opinion among Mayo and Galway fans. This issue here, like, and um. Some are saying, you know, it's good that we can get 18,000 fans to watch the game. And others are just saying, it's just the grab all association, moving it out of the iconic final outside of Connacht, you know. So what, so what would your take on the final being played in Crow Park? Um, <laughs> I, I'd rather keep it. I think they're saying it's the first time ever that the Connacht final was outside yeah. of Connacht. Um, I wouldn't be in the... I wouldn't be in the... the the I wouldn't be a, a favorite of it. I think they should have kept it maybe in Castlebar or Tume or Pierce Stadium, wherever it may be. I know you want to get big crowds into the match. Um, I've been talking to a few may actually Mayo people through my work with What's the Score and let's say through Galway, and they were kind of saying they're getting tickets, but they're not sure if they'll go up as like you know, it's 
whatever petrol and then you get food and then they say it's 40 euro per person and even that uh, even if a child wanted to go with them it's 40 euro as well so it's not a it's not a uh, it's not a cheap day out uh, to go to the kind of final you know uh, if usually a kind of final you only have to go an hour up the road or um if you're from Mayo, let's say it's in Castlebar, it might be only 20 uh, minutes away or half an hour. So I wouldn't have brought it out. Um, there's pros and cons to it. Uh, obviously, people would like to see a, a bigger crowd, bigger atmosphere. Um, more people get to watch the match. Maybe the players might play better, you know, um, with the bigger crowd. But um, I think I would be in opposition. But there's, there's pros and cons both ways. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point, Nick. But um, I, I'm I'm hoping Oster final gets uh moved to Crow Park, but it might not matter. Donny all doesn't get there, you know. To, to how I say, but uh, yeah. well, what, what would you like to go up to Crow Park? Is this for the match? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hope, yeah, yeah. Ho- hopefully, like, but yeah, you know. Um, so now we're gonna move down south to a game which they're keeping, which they're keeping in Killarney, our within Munster. Um, so last year, you know, it caught a lot of the ag- imagination, you know, which was, I've actually never celebrated another county as much as when Mark Keane put in that goal. I have no connections to Corklick, but it was just, it was just a brilliant moment. And, um, but this year, you know, surely can lightning strike twice, can Cork once again, do it again, cause the upset. I, I don't think so. I, I really don't. Um, uh, it, I, I fully agree with you. Let's go going back to last year's game. Like um, I remember watching it at the real start and it was like really wet and, they were, and the RT were saying, geez, the wind, it's very windy here and the conditions are bad. And that really suited Cork, like, you know, and it, throughout the game, just as like Kerry weren't pulling away, they were missing easy freeze. Uh, easy scores from play inside kind of the scoring zone as you would call it kind of around the D um, and then like you know th- that wonder kind of high ball in and Mark Keane just collects it and uh, puts it in the back of the net you know I think everyone in Ireland you know was, was celebrating for Cork even though they might have no connections or, or, or anything because it's just it's it's whatever kind of team dreams of getting a goal in, in the last minute and winning a big important game so um, I, I don't think Lightning will strike twice um, I think Kerry is I know that the league is league but they have been let's say you know against Tyrone there they really were they showed like no no let up ruthless with goals and uh, points and everything throughout and their backs are even coming up like Tom O'Sullivan and Tyg Morley getting scores so um, I think they're really Kerry are out to prove a point this year because of what happened in that game last year and uh, I, do, I think Peter Keane will have these lads riled up for this match and uh, I, I, I can't see I can't see how Cork will come out with a, with a victory yeah but you know, um, Cork obviously proved last year they still have some fantastic footballers. And which one do you think you know would make the biggest impact? You know, which man should you know carry maybe keep an eye out for? You know, if they get a hold of yeah. the ball too much. Yeah, I, I I think there was the John O'Rourke seems to be um a very key man inside the forward line there for uh Cork. He was um he was very pivotal in their in their last game. Uh, in the last month's championship game there. Uh, I think Sean Powter, I don't know if he was um he, he was very influential in the last game, uh, up and down 
the the line there um, for Cork. So, like as you said, they've they've a lot of uh, good footballers. Like Luke Connolly as well was very good for his club. Nemo Rangers there as well. So they've got they do have talented footballers. I'm not taking that. Um, I'm not taking that. Let's say or not to zone it or uh, anything like that. Uh, but I just think that Kerry just have a lot more to get. Uh, the, you you wouldn't want to you wouldn't want to piss off a carry man twice like you know it's uh yeah. once 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 is enough uh, um so I I I just uh, I Cork do have a lot of good players like as I said Powder uh, John O'Rourke um John they've the they've a lot like Luke Connolly and them they, they've a lot of good players but uh, I just think uh, they they mightn't have it ha- mightn't have it all around to to get over Kerry yeah 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 no um. But, you know, there's um, always the debate, you know, Cork is one of the counties similar to Donegal that they have still have a senior club final that has to be played from last year. And um, that they're looking over here saying, you know, maybe that's why we don't have a backdoor in our Essex. So do you think it's a shame Cork don't have backdoors or is it better off, you know, that within the next three or four weeks we can maybe get a club final in Cork again and get, get everything, you know, and then get the 2021 season championship focus on that? Yeah, there, there's there's two ways to look at it. Like as I said, um, Mayo versus Leitrim. Uh, if Leitrim went through a back door, do you know how beneficial is it for them because they'll come up against another, uh, you know, Longford or they might they might play Longford or they might play Leitrim or whatever Kildare and they might win one game, but they might come up against a Tyrone or a Mayo again. And they could lose by over twenty points again. So that way, uh, uh, to have a back door for them is probably it's not really uh, a benefit. But for the likes of Cork that are really kind of, you know, they would be nearly in the top ten uh, kind of intercounty teams in, in Ireland. Probably is beneficial if they did get a back door and um, if they did get maybe you know let's say if they lose just for argument's sake if they lost to Kerry but. Got uh won two or three games in the back door and got a momentum to go into a quarter final versus you know Mayo, Galway, uh, Donegal, Tyrone. They could uh, win that and get to a semi final, and who knows after that. So um, it's it depends. I think a back door would be good for some teams, but like maybe for others like Leitrim, um, you know maybe like Antrim football there that uh, you know might be struggling as well or loud. Is it really beneficial to them to have a back door? I'm not so sure, but for the likes of Cork, it probably is. So there, it's hard. It's hard to structure. It's hard to structure it uh, fairly for everyone. Um, in that regard. So yeah, that's what I say about that. Yeah. Um. So should the motivation for Kerry be to basically keep a lot of people's mouths shut after some? after Sunday, you know, when, you know, cause last year they were, I don't know if I'd call them a laughing stock, but you know, they were kind of, you know, a lot of criticism was given, you know, but Peter Keynes kept on his job, you know, and they've had a wee bit of a shuffle on the backroom team. So, you know, as it, as it a case of, you know, kind of shutting them up and people, you know, people will stop rolling out carry and maybe say they are one of the best teams in the country then. Um, I think people have kind of built them up already because of their league performances. I know just like um, just Galway, the the Welbeck Galway, they uh, got six goals, maybe five or six goals against Tyrone. Like so, people are already building up Kerry to be this team that will challenge Dublin in in, in this year's championship. So I think for them, this Cork game, I know there's maybe a lot. 
a lot of history, let's say last year, and the whole Kerry Cork history in the Munster final, anyways. But I think Peter Keane, they are just out and they're just concentrating on this game because they kind of, you're probably right, they, a lot of people are kind of would have been slagging them all last year, all winter, all. Um, in the spring of this year, you know, pre-season would have been saying, oh, you know, how did you lose to Cork? Like, you know, you should have protected the goal or, or held on to the ball in the last few minutes. You know, it, it was it was there for the taking. And, and I'm sure um, a lot of the Cork, you know, the word goes over the border uh, um, very easy. I know, let's say, if, if Mayo back Galway, we, we'd hear about it uh, down here. So, um I think Kerry are just going to, I think Peter Keane is going to definitely have them rile up for this game. And I think they're not really looking any further. I'd say they're just looking towards the score game, make sure they don't uh, have a hiccup again and uh, come home with the Munster title. I'd say that's their, that's, um, that's what they're thinking at the moment. At the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, like Kerry performed quite, you know, they, they still statistically performed well, but as you said, maybe the weather had a massive impact and, you know, as always, you know, they have so much talent. You have the two Clifford bro- brothers, you have Killian Spillane, you have Paul Gini, and you have um, many other players um, coming, coming through. W- which player do you think is going to, you know, could be the difference maker? You know, if let's say Cork play the way Derry played against Donegal, like who is going to be the Patrick McBurdy for Kerry to take them out of trouble? <laughs> Yeah, I think, um, yeah, and Parish Mabirti was unbelievable uh, getting uh, Donegal uh, out, of a, out of a shock. Well, uh, Derry are good, like it wasn't really a shock, but uh, I expected, I thought Donegal would, would uh, have it, have it uh, win by more than one point at the real end, let's say. Um, but like the, the Clifford brothers there are absolutely <coughs> playing uh, unbelievable stuff and they, they they know how to play with each other like they've been playing with each other for years like so it's it's nothing new to them like they probably know you know they probably know how they're going to play he'll give me a hand pass at this time you know because he just knows they know their their body language and everything off so um i think david clifford is obviously a massive player he like like last year against cork he missed a few frees at the start and he'll want he'll need to pop them over and, and they'll need to get a few good scores to make sure that they're they're not leaving cork in it for a long time because i think that's what was the big problem was last year they left cork in the game like for it was, there was 40 minutes gone, they were still in the game. 50 minutes, 60 minutes, Cork were still in the game. They're going to have to kill that off so they don't give Cork hope. Definitely coming into the last 20 minutes or 10 minutes because that's when even Kerry might be like, oh God, is this going to happen again two years in a row? Um, you know, they, they'll need to kill the, the game off kind of early, I, 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 I would think. So um, big players would be David Clifford definitely getting on the score scoreboard nailing his freeze over uh Paul Clifford is very influential Tony Brosnan has also been kind of uh, or Dara uh, Moynihan has been kind of uh, in in around the the starting team as well I think he's a very very good uh, talented player Paul Ganey has loads of experience as well um he, he's always a good man he's kind of a Connor McManus of Kerry like he kind of comes with big scores off, off the right foot so he's going to be another uh, influential player David Moore in the middle of the field, big tall man, breaking ball for kickouts and everything. He 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 uh, hopefully will will be influential there uh, for Kerry. And um, yeah, they've they've lost like you've Gavin White then in the in the half back line. Um, Tom O'Sullivan was kind of coming up for scores there in their last match. So um, 
they've got talent all over the field and um, I think they just need the, the Cliffords the uh, Paul Ganey uh, uh, Darren Moynihan and Starton uh, John Dave Moore and Gavin White all these players to be really key and driving it and uh, They've shown through the league that they are ruthless. They, they're not going to just, if they go a few points up, they're not going to lie down. So they'll they'll want to be ruthless, make sure get seven, eight points up before uh, Cork can kind of crawl their way back into the game. So I think that they'll need to kill the game early. I think Kerry need to kill the game early. Yeah. Um, do you think, um, you know, Kerry can go on and want Sam this year? Is, is this last year like, oh, it's nearly... You know, your your ears would have nearly been bleeding listening to all the people telling you about how it was Kerry's ears top of the dubs after running them close in 2019. But can they maybe avenge that and, you know, get title number 48, I believe, uh, this at the end of August? They've got a great chance. They've got a a, a great chance. Now, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not, again, we're building Kerry up for maybe a big fall and hopefully not because, as I said, it would be great to see. I think it's good for the game of football to see another winner besides Dublin. I think it gives hope to the other counties. Um, but I, I think Kerry, they are and they they seem stronger this year. You know, Paulie Clifford is after coming in. They're after bringing in a few young lads as well. To um, and as you said, they kind of uh, Kerry have shuffled their backroom team. So I think there's an extra a small bit of an extra edge to them this year. Um, I think they're back with the bite because of the whole Cork match last year. I think they're back to prove a point, definitely in the Munster final, and then they'll really push on for the for the All Ireland series. Um, I think they have a great chance of lifting Sam. I think I there's a there's a lot of teams in I because I think a lot of other teams have a good chance of lifting Sam because Dublin are not really firing yet, and like there's only a month or so till the end of August. There's not a lot of time to kind of get like to the standard that Mayo are showing, Kerry are showing. Um, I was going to say Donegal, but maybe they might come good in the, in their next match uh, with you know real contenders. So um, it, it's uh, it's Kerry. I think are in a good place um, to to lift Sam and um, you know, I wouldn't if Galway don't win it, I wouldn't begrudge Kerry to win it. Or just uh, I think as I said, I think anyone besides Dublin would be good for for the GA. I've nothing against Dublin, but I just think it's good for the the GA, all the other GA teams. If if someone else won it. Yeah, yeah. Look, <laughs> um, yeah. Obviously, you know it's just, it's it's strange now that you've uh, forty one counties um rooting against Dublin. That's a sign of a great team. It's similar to the anyone but England mentality we had at the Euros, but <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> annoying fans as well. But anyways. <laughs> I don't think we'll have a stampede of uh, Galway fans coming into Crow Park. Uh, they won't be rushing rushing through the barriers. I don't think. Well, yeah, but um, yeah. So um, now we talked earlier about you know where games are held, but as someone you know who grew up watching Ulster, you know usually it's held in Breffney Park or Clonus. You know it's never held. It's usually held wherever any of the teams are playing. You know it's all usually in neutral venues. The final. You know, mm. but um, then it's going to Killarney here, like, but in Munster and Connacht and Dublin are in the Leinster final most year, so it's whatever, it's always in their home ground. So, but do, do you not think it's a bit of a strange idea? You know, should they not maybe be looking at maybe, you know, the Gaelic grounds in Limerick or maybe Central Stadium in Tipperary mm. or something to get, you know, yeah, proper, proper neutral venue, especially a fans back? 
Yeah, it, it is a bit strange. And it, it probably Ulster maybe is the only one that kind of puts it to a neutral, uh, really, isn't it? Um, yeah. like if you because like if you go away Roscommon and I knew I know it was in Dr. Hyde Park, which is Roscommon's home ground there, you know, um so uh, a few years back. So and like with Mayo or with the um, Dublin in the Leinster, it's always in Crow Park, like you know. So in Munster it is a bit strange that they, they don't go to Simple Stadium or the Gaelic Grounds because they would probably hold the same amount of numbers. I wouldn't say uh, Fitzgerald Stadium has uh, a lot more or a lot less than Simple Stadium or Gaelic Grounds. So it is a strange one. I think it kind of gives Kerry the edge, you know, um, because uh, you know, they've played there. They might train there, you know, during the during the week. They might get a training session on Tuesday or Thursday, you know, get a feel of the ground and everything. So I think it is. It's a huge factor, um, and I think it swings in Kerry's in Kerry's favor. Yeah, yeah, and um, yes. Yeah, so before we go, Paul, um, could you tell me about 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 that? You set up, you know, what's the scores? You know, an, an app or if you want to find out, you know, scores live. You know, it's not every club in Ireland is on it yet, but, you know, there's a lot of clubs on it, you know, all this, and there's also the big inter-county fixtures, you know, ladies, football, Camogie, GA, you know, and everything else. Mm. Yeah, um, so uh, what's the score? Let's say it's it's a it's a live score uh, media platform, and uh, we, I kind of I got the I had the idea for for a long time, and um, I just uh, I just went for the idea in early two thousand and nineteen, and um, so basically it's it's a, it's an app for the the PROs as I was in involved with um, my own club Abbey here in Galway. And I was helping out with the PRO kind of side of things. And I had to, let's say, type up every event that was happening. So let's say like Patrick Sharkey has scored the second point of the game. The score is now 2-0. And by the time I had that kind of typed out my phone, uh, you know, I, I had to type something else. Someone else is getting a red card or someone else is getting a point or a goal or a sideline or something like that. So I just said, like, surely there's an easier way to just kind of have one or two click buttons and it automatically uploads to to uh, a platform. So that's it's it's as easy as that for GEA clubs. All they have to do is just log on to our uh, pitch site app, which is designated for PROs and clubs. Um, so all, all they have to do is just log in. Uh, the game is there, and they can just uh, click a button. Uh, they can update the game with a click of a button, and it, it's as easy as that. For any GA club that I know, uh, everyone always asks how much it is. Uh, it's it's free for the GA club. We're an advertising platform, so if they want to just, it's 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 very easy uh, to register in the back end for the club. So if you have any questions, you can just uh, email me at uh, what's the score at gmail.com. Um, or you can visit our website and you can uh, fill out the contact page there and we'll get back to you as soon as possible. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it, we, last year now was uh, we, with the pandemic and everything, we had a big break from kind of March to July, but then from July to October, we had over 200 clubs that used it. So uh, all across Ireland, Galway, Mayo, Clare, uh, clubs in Donegal, Cavan, uh, Westmeath, Offaly, you know, the Limerick, the, we have clubs nearly everywhere uh, around Ireland and uh, we're hoping to keep that going now this year when the club championship comes around in about, when the club championships come around about a month or so. So um, yeah, it, it'd be great for anyone, any of your listeners to uh, to give us an email or to visit our website at uh, whatsthescore.ie. Yeah, that's... um. Great, great to hear you. Oh, and, you know, I'd, I'd recommend anyone to download watch the score as well. It's a handy app, you know, you don't get to watch every game you want to. So, yeah, it's great. But, uh, yeah.
I would like to thank Paul Flaherty for taking the time of his busy schedule to talk to me previewing the big games. Um, I would recommend anyone to do to watch score app now on the Google Player apps. So it's also an important for public relations officers of only GA clubs for scores. Look, it's good that a true GA man like Paul Flaherty is able to delve into so much detail. Hope you enjoyed episode 30 of the GA Zone podcast and stay tuned for episode 31 coming out.